<laughs> hey, Tebs Talks, the premier useless podcast. And if you heard how much my car struggled in the morning when it gets down to, you know, single digit temperatures at night, you would honestly fear that it was just going to fall apart and completely break and be super undrivable at any second now. And I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about that. This car has a hell of a time trying to wake up and get me to work on these super, super freezing mornings, which is why I hope I can move somewhere considerably warmer uh, in the next couple months. But, you know, I've had, my first car was a, I believe 1997 or was it 1998 Ford Taurus, and I loved that car. Was it the fastest thing on the market? Definitely not. Did it get the best gas mileage? No, it didn't. Was it, uh, I would say, the coolest looking thing? Was it the traditionally coolest looking car? No. 1997 and 1998 Ford Tauruses are traditionally ugly cars. But I loved it. And I rocked it. And I could slam a bunch of friends in there, and we could go out and hit the town. And I loved that car. That car was great. But that car sometimes would... And I think it, it was just a safety feature, where if you moved the steering wheel too much, it would, like, lock everything up. And for the life of me, I could never figure out how to get the thing unlocked, and I had to get my dad to unlock the stupid steering wheel. And it was sensitive too, right? It wasn't like it wasn't like you had to sit there and wiggle it back and forth to get it to lock. Like, no, you barely bump it and that thing locked up. There are also times where it's like the engine would flood with gas so it wouldn't start quite right. It was it was a great car that occasionally had some problems. And when we got rid of it, I did shed some tears. I shed a single tear when we got rid of the 1997 or 8 Ford Taurus, we called it the Jelly Bean. Because it was my first car. I had I had a lot of memories with that car. I, you know, I started high school with it and had great high school experiences with that car. Everybody loved the car. Um, and then I started to drive a Tahoe, which, you know, can fit just as many, if not more people inside of Tahoe, and that was fine and good and all, but the, the Ford Taurus was just part of my identity, and since then, I've driven as my primary car, the Jelly Bean, the Tahoe, uh, for a while, I was driving the Mazda as my primary car, that was mostly senior year, uh, I went back to the Tahoe for college, um, and then this Toyota that I'm driving now is now my primary vehicle. And we also have a Honda. But this Toyota Camry, it's an it's an 01. So it has graduated college. Not college. Graduated high school. It is 18 years old. And uh, Toyota Camrys are known for like being reliable and being going like and just being able to go and they hold their value and 
They're a great economical purchase. And I am a fan of the Toyota Camry. This car is a really good car. The sucky thing is it's it's been beat up quite a bit. <laughs> this car has had two pretty major wrecks. Uh, it got sideswiped a year and a half ago. And it's just one of those things where little by little it's been beat up to a point where now being 18 years old it's starting to show its age and then these super cold mornings just, they don't help anything right i think it has a teeny small oil leak so that's not helping anything at the end of the day it is it is a car that has been in better shape and i just i don't want it to die on me right because one i can't afford to buy a new car and having two cars for our family is incredibly convenient uh and we've you know this car and our honda we've bought off my parents so i i would run out of vehicle options and especially if we move out of this valley having a second car would be nice just because in this valley like things are small enough and close enough that you know we can get stuff done with one car we went most of our marriage with one car and made it work but now that we have a child um it's nice to have access to a car for both me and my wife and that's something, like, we don't want to let go of. But, yeah, we can uh, afford to let go of. Also, you know what the weirdest thing was? So, we had insurance on this Toyota, this, you know, 18-year-old Toyota. When it was just this car, um, my wife and I both had some traffic tickets when we signed up for the insurance. So, we were paying, like, $117 a month for, like, full coverage for this car. And then when we got the Honda, I was like, hey, I need to add a car to my insurance. Also, I was wondering if I could get a cheaper rate. And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, we can insure both cars for $95 a month. So I insured double the amount of vehicles, and I pay less. So that, that was bizarre. But since we were such good drivers for so long, we are considered premier customers with our insurance. So, you know, don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I am a premier customer. We are both safe drivers. So that was really nice, you know, get a second car, the insurance costs less. Um, and we don't even use the Honda all that much. My wife will occasionally go out, get groceries, you know, run an errand. But we usually use it as, you know, if we're going somewhere for the weekend, that's, that's the car we use. Just because we don't want to beat up this Toyota any more than it already is. And there's just more room in that Honda. So the Honda gets babied and sits in a garage and gets taken out, you know, maybe once a week. And then gets taken out for extended drives. And then I just take this Toyota to work and back from work. And then that's it. <laughs> it gets me to my place of employment. And then my, my family has always been a a low mileage type of family and part of the reason we have such low miles on all the cars we own is 
everybody has always had their own car in my family. So when it when it was like me, my sister, and my two parents all under one roof, back when I was like 16, we all had our own car. And a lot of families, you know, they, they can't afford that luxury, so you got maybe three people all driving one car. Or three people driving two cars. So, I look at cars online, and I'm like, geez, how is this, you know, eight years old and has more miles on it than my 18-year-old Toyota? But that that's just because, you know, families will go on family vacations in the one car they have. You know, someone's commuting uh, 40 minutes every day to work in the vehicle. And not that, you know, miles is the perfect exact indicator of how well held up a car is, but, I mean, it is a factor, right? And you'd rather have 100,000 highway miles than you would want 100,000 city miles because driving for a long period on a highway and racking up miles is way better for a vehicle than stop and go traffic of a city. So, my family was always, always, always like under 10,000 miles a year on a car, and that is unheard of. Especially when people are like, oh yeah, you know, average maybe 15,000 miles on a car a year, and we're under 10 always. Man, it was crazy. But that's just, that's just, that's just because we had the luxury of everybody had their own car, you know, vacations, we would usually fly, so we never really racked up miles on vehicles. And I think it kind of skewed my idea of what a good vehicle is and how much a vehicle should be used because we just didn't use them all that much. And again, like I go online, I see the amount of miles on some of these cars and I'm like, that is in freaking sane. How does a 17-year-old, 18-year-old car have less miles than an 8-year-old car? Blows my mind. Blows my mind. But it's not like I'm in the market for a car anytime soon. And usually when we do buy a new car, we're buying it off my parents. And it's going to have low miles. And I know it's going to be taken care of. So I think I'm okay. Like nothing to worry about here. We're going to be fine. If I had my dream car. um, Honestly, you know, people are like, oh yeah, you know, I want this supercar, yada yada. Honestly, if I could have my dream car, probably like a Tesla Model 3. Tesla, uh, a Prius. I like the Prius. Oh, but the Prius is ugly. Oh, you hippie, oh, save the earth Prius hybrid. It's like, nah. The Prius is economical. And it has a surprising amount of space. I've never been in a uh, Tesla Model 3. But between thirty dollars and $50,000 for all that you get, I think that's a great car. You know, electric, that's a huge push in the electric car industry the last couple years. So I think a Tesla would be dope. A Prius would be dope. Um, My parents just got a Toyota RAV4. That's a very nice car. They got theirs hybrid. I would be down to have that car. Um, Yeah, just modern cars are really cool these days. They got a lot of features. They got a lot of tech inside them. Um... And I just think the Tesla is the pinnacle of cool features and tech that a car can have. 
So yeah, I would I would definitely own a Tesla. Thing is, I'm just I don't make enough, nearly enough to own a Tesla. Gosh, my nose is freaking going insane right now. For the longest time, uh, Corvette was my dream car, and I think Corvette is still like my. Uh, if you want to have the sports car next tier, I just like the look of Corvettes. I think the uh, latest Stingrays are gorgeous. Um, and it's one of those cars where a lot of people are like, it, the price to performance, you can't, you can't beat. I've seen a lot of things where it's like, you know, here's Corvette keeping up with the big dogs for a fraction of the price. Now, people are always like, oh yeah, but the body's made of plastic. Yeah, I, I can deal with that. The Toyota Supra. The new ones that are coming out, those look super cool. I think that's my brother-in-law's, like, absolute... If he would have a car, a Toyota Supra, and I I would be down with the Toyota Supra. There are certain car brands that I am a fan of. Toyota, Honda, Chevy, Mazda. <laughs> I'm a fan of those cars. They're reliable. Now, Chevy and Ford, that's, that's a huge debate between people. I personally lean towards Chevy. Um... Just because they made the Tahoe, and the Tahoe's been a great car. Uh, and Chevy does Corvette. My friend's a Mustang fan. And I'm like, brah. Bro. If you're spending that amount of money, spend a little bit more, get a Corvette, you're going to get way more out of it in terms of speed and perfection and that sort of thing. But, you know, to each their own. To each their own. I'm not even a huge car guy. I just, I got in this morning, I got in my car this morning, and I saw how, you know, nearly dead it was, and I just decided to go off about my vehicles, and my thoughts on vehicles. A DeLorean, that's a cool car. No, it isn't. Just kidding. DeLorean's not a cool car. Tesla, I think Tesla is the benchmark for cool cars, right? They are the premier cool car and elon musk just a genius of a man for envisioning tesla and all that it's done i think it is great oh yeah it's hawaii day at work so people are going to be coming in in shorts and flip-flops and hawaii shirts oh i'm gonna want to punch every single person that comes into work today like that my company is weird weird tangent then i'm ending we have a dress policy like many companies but then it feels like they come up with any excuse to, you know, break that dress policy and be like, oh, it's a casual day. Like, so many excuses. Oh, hey, Super Bowl's on Sunday. Yeah, so this Friday, just wear a team jersey if you want. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, World Cup. If your team's in it, wear a jersey. Oh, okay. March Madness. Anybody in the tournament, wear a jersey. Oh, thanks, I guess. They find literally any excuse to break the dress code. Anyway. Hey, there's a Honda. Honda Accord. It looks a lot like my car. I'm going to go into work. Thanks for listening to my uh, weird car talk. I'll catch you Monday, I guess. Today's Friday, right? Oh, thank goodness. I need a weekend. Catch you Monday. <laughs>